Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Happy to be here with you in this brand new year. I know we're knocking on the door of February already, but so happy to be back with you. I think this is actually our first podcast since we had our podcast reinstated. If you don't follow us on Instagram and you wonder why we've been gone for a while, we had a uh, we woke up to an email um, this uh, in 2023 towards the end of the year from from Spotify saying. There's been illegal payment activity, and we're shutting down your account. It'll be gone in 24 hours. And uh, and then the next day, it was all gone. And uh, it stayed up on Apple Podcasts, and so that's why it's all still there, because it was funneled through spot, uh, 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 Podcast for Spotify or whatever it is. It used to be Anchor. It was funneled through there, and then, um, but it stayed up on Apple Podcasts. But everything was gone. So people who listened on Spotify, or people who listened on some of the different platforms, it was just gone. Funny thing was, illegal payment activity. We don't monetize this, so we don't do commercials. There's no monetization, so we don't uh, we don't we don't receive payments. And um, so I don't know what it was. Either way, we sent an email. We asked them to look into it. They looked into it, and then just in the last little bit, they've reinstated us. So here we are, back again, chugging away in the 500s of this podcast. But happy to be with you. I'm looking forward to what God's got in store for us this year. It's going to be awesome. Um, I was kind of thinking along these lines, and I want to talk to you about uh, faith and and then presumption. And I've heard people put those two together, faith and presumption. And I kind of didn't really understand fully the—maybe I still have some learning to do on it, but— um, the the what what people meant by what's the difference between operating out of faith and operating out of presumption? But I want to talk to you a little bit about that today. If you look at the word presumption in uh, the dictionary, it says an attitude or belief dictated by probability. An attitude or a belief dictated by probability. And I want to tell you, faith and presumption are not the same f- thing. Faith is a knowing in your spirit. It's not a probability. It's not like Hey, it's a, you know you, uh, when pe- people say if you're doing SATs and you have to guess, you just don't know the answer. If you guess C, you'll get it right more times than guessing A or B or D. If you just were, if you had a section of a hundred questions, you're going to guess. If you just guess C, you'll do better than if you just guessed A or B. So just stick with C because it's a higher probability, right? Faith is not. Uh, I'm going by probability, and so there's people who think they're in faith, but they're actually making decisions operate out of presumption, and it can get them in trouble. And then there's people who make decisions, and again, they think they're in faith, but they're operating out of something that's not faith. And and you really have to be careful because uh, faith pleases God, not uh, the idea of operating out of a uh, increased probability. It's not the same thing. If, if I said, um, if I said to my son, hey, uh, we're going to go to Disney World tomorrow. And then the next day he's like, well, I got dressed because I thought, you know, uh, uh, I thought the chances are that you take us are high because, you know, I guess um, you, you, we haven't gone in two months, right? Whatever. I don't know. That's maybe not a great example. But uh, that's different than Hey, I know you love me, and I know you're a man of your word, and I know. You. Oh, I, I I figured we were going anyway because I heard I heard you talking. I got dressed because I heard you talking that you had to be out in Orlando anyway, so I figured we'd be passing by that way. So the likelihood I'd get to go is high. That's different than no. I told you I would do this, and now I'm doing it for you. And 
my son is saying, well, I just believed you. You said we're going to go, so I believed you. If you told me we were going at 2 o'clock in the morning, I'd get up and get dressed because I believe your word. Faith pleases God. Uh, presumption, oh, there's a high probability it'll work out. God will do it. It's not the same thing. And so I want to read from Numbers. And if you've been, um, if you were at the camp meeting the last uh, Sunday morning or Sunday night, Pastor Rodney preached from the same um, the same passage, Numbers chapter 20. And it says, uh, they were in the wilderness, and it says, um, now verse 2, Now there was no water for the congregation, so they gathered together against Moses and Aaron. And the people contended with Moses and spoke, saying, If only we had died with our brethren, when our brethren died before the Lord. Why have you brought up the assembly of our Lord into the wilderness, that we and our animals should die here? And why have you made us come up out of Egypt to bring us to this evil place. Is it not a place of grain or figs or vines or pomegranates, nor is there any water to drink? Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly to the door of the tabernacle of meeting, and they fell on their faces. And the glory of the Lord appeared to them. And the Lord spoke to Moses, and this was the instruction, verse 8. He said, Take the rod, you and your brother Aaron, gather the congregation together, speak to the rock before their eyes, and it will yield its water. Thus you shall bring water for them out of the rock and give drink to the congregation and their animals. So Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he had commanded them. What's interesting is if you go back to Exodus 17, it's a similar thing, water from the rock. All the congregation of the children of Israel sent out of their journey across the wilderness. And then verse 2, the people contended with Moses and said, give us water to drink. And then Verse six, the Lord. Verse five, the Lord said to Moses, "Go on before the people and take with you some of the elders. Take in your hand the rod which you struck the river." So he had struck the river, and then God says, "Take the rock that you struck the river with and go, and I'll stand before you there on the rock, and you shall strike the rock, and water will come out of it that it may drink." So Moses did it, and he called the name of the Lord, and then water came out. So you see here that God had actually given him an instruction before in the same situation. Hey, there's no water. And, and God said, you struck the water and it parted. Now strike the rock and water will come out of it. And so he strikes the rock and water comes out of it. And now we, go, we look in numbers and God says, speak to the rock. Moses, and maybe it was frustration, maybe it was as anger, probably was, but Moses, he'd struck the water and it had parted. He'd struck the rock and it had given water. Now God doesn't say, go strike the rock again. God says, take the rod and speak to the rock. Well, why do you need to take the rod if you need to speak to the rock? Well, it's, it's, you don't need a rod in your hand if you're going to speak, but the Everything was symbolic. So I'm not going to go into all of it. Jesus was Jesus is the rock. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians, he is the rock. So he was struck once. He was smitten once. He doesn't need to be smitten again. He was crucified once. He doesn't need to be crucified again. A lot of uh, resemblances here is pointing towards this covenant, right? So, but, but it's listening to the specific instruction of the Lord. Presumption comes to an end. You step out of presumption and into faith when you stop saying, well, I just know God wants me to be blessed. So this is okay. And you, and you say, what is my word of the Lord? You have to get the word of the Lord for you. And the word of the Lord for Moses was speak to the rock. So uh, although God honored it, um, God dealt with Moses and he didn't get to enter the promised land because he was operating probably out of anger, but he was operating out of presumption. Hey, I hit the water and it parted. Let me just do it the way I've always done. And so there's people who get in what they think is faith and they say, well, I saw God provide for me before. And people do this when it comes to money. 
people do it where they don't have the money for something. You don't want to do this. You don't want to operate like this. There's people who don't have the money for something and they put it on a credit card because they're like, well, I know the Lord will come through for me like he did before. That's not faith. That's presumption. Well, it happened before. I guess God will do it again. That's not faith. If you pray for the sick, you don't pray for them. Well, God healed cancer before, so I guess he healed this one. You, You operate out of the word of the Lord in your spirit. You have to have a word of the Lord. God might have a different instruction for you this time. So we can't we can't operate out of a pro- probability, this is what I've seen before. Oh, it worked for them, so it has to work for me. There's people who go to buy something, and I'm, I'm not talking about like food, but I'm talking about like people who go to buy clothing. They buy something that's not like, I have to have it today, or I'm not going to make it. It's not like that. And then they think, well, I have the money in the bank, but that money's supposed to go towards bills. But I just know God's blessing me, and the money will come in. You can't operate on a financially on a pay for it now and pray about it later deal. It's like there's, it's really a credit system that's set up that, that messes people where you can put something on a credit card and then pay it back. Hey, and I got this check coming. I'll just float it. You can't do that. People operate out of presumption. Well, the Lord did this for them. So you'll do it for me. I can do the same thing. You can't operate like that. You have to operate off the word of the Lord and the instruction of God to you because it might not be the same as instruction as somebody else. So listen for the word of God. I've had people come to healing school and say, well, Pastor Ryan, I don't know if I have faith, but I have faith in your faith. That's not operating on the word of the Lord. That's operating on something else. I don't even know what that's called, but that's operating on something else. People, uh, people see something nice and they want to buy something and you don't have the money for it. And you're like, well, I'm just believing for increase. So I know I'll do this as a step of faith. You, you don't pay for something first. And I'm not talking about God speaks to you to go do a crusade and then you go. But even in those situations, it's like it shouldn't be that you do a crusade and then you're paying $100,000 of credit card debt on the back end. It's like you hear the stories where money might, you might take, start taking steps of faith and saying, Hey, let's get the buses running. Let's do that. And then the money comes in and you pay for it beforehand, but it's not, it shouldn't be that we're purchasing things, buying things because, Oh, I'm believing for increase. It's like, you're delaying, like believe for things on the front end, get the money and then buy the thing, get the money and, and take, take the step, take it as, okay, I got my breakthrough and now I'm going to go get what I came for. And I'm not, again, I'm not talking about food, the Lord providing basic necessities. There's things that people go out and purchase and it's all out of presumption. And it's really just poor, poor spending habits. People sow their rent, even things like this. You know, we say, if it doesn't meet the need, it must be seed. Well, how do you know? How do you know? You know, you have to hear from the Lord on things. You, if you have, if you have a thousand dollar rent due and you have $600 and you're coming up to the deadline, well, it doesn't mean if it, Oh, if it doesn't meet the need, it must be seed. It doesn't mean that all 600 is seed. Maybe it is. Maybe the Lord speaks to you. But there's been people who've, who've, their roommates, listen to this. There's been people who, their roommates, let's just say you have $1,000 rent between three people. What, roommate A gives 333, roommate B gives 333, and you don't have yours. And then we've heard stories of people who sow all the money, the roommate's money, believing the Lord. Well, first of all, that's stupid because it's not your money. That's not your money. How do you expect a harvest on seed that's not yours? It's not your seed. It's not it's not your harvest. So you've stolen money now. To, you can't expect a harvest on that, number one. But there's people who operate off that. What if what if you have $200 out of 350? Oh, if it doesn't meet the need, it must be seed. Well, I appreciate that, that if you, you know, you're thinking to give first. But what if the Lord has someone bringing in $150 and you need the 200 you have? So, so ultimately, I'm saying... 
You have to hear from the Lord. We have to be people who get good at hearing what God has to say and and listening to God's instruction. And if it's hold the rod and strike the water, hold the rod, strike the rock, hold the rod, speak to the rock, that we're being specific and we're listening. You even look at the life of Jesus and the way he prayed for people. And he spat and made clay for this one person. And then he said, go dip. And he had different methods on how to do things on the way things work. So faith is a matter of the heart where God speaks a word to your heart and that word carries you. You can't operate on, hey, the probabilities are high because he did it before that he'll do it this way. We, Like Pastor Rodney says, often we need to don't just go buy a car because you pray about what you buy. You pray about the vacations you take. You pray about these things and Yes, we need to stretch in faith. Yes, you operate on the word of the Lord. If the Lord if the Lord says, go buy that house and you have no money, then you go and you start taking the steps of faith towards it. And then as you do, the money comes. But for many people, they're not operating on the faith that their word is alive, the word is alive in their heart. It's, well, I guess God did this for them, so he kind of has to do it for me. And we, ought, we need to, we, we, you need to not push ahead just because you want something or you want to see breakthrough or you want it by a certain time. It's like Pastor Rodney said, there was, hey, I want to see this and I want to see it by this day. Well, sometimes there's an inspiration of the spirit to say, this money's coming in this week in Jesus' name. There's something that leaps in your spirit. You know, when I was praying about a wife, I was fasting or I was, no, it was a Sunday and it came out of my spirit. But I said, by this time next week, I'll know who my wife is. And you don't just pray that. I mean, anyone could try to pray that, but that doesn't mean you're going to know who your wife is by next next Sunday or next Tuesday or whatever. You, 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 you do it by inspiration of the, of the word of God, but ultimately getting the word, get it to come alive in your spirit and listen for the specific instruction of what the Lord says believe for the increase, default to say, I'm not going to be a, someone who's just buying random stuff, believing that increase will come later. Be a person who lives inside your means, and then you're stretching in faith to believe for greater and watch the blessing of the Lord. I love you. God bless you. And we'll see you soon. Bye.